Hello. Hello. Hello and welcome to the IGN UK podcast, podcast 141. Uh, my name is Alex and I'm back after a week away at E3. Uh, joined by Tom Butler on the hot desk. What's happening? Is it a hot desk? Um, yeah, I'm just adjusting my level slightly. Talking uh, yes. Uh, it's very hot over here. Good. Uh, Daniel Kruper. Hello. Is this your second podcast since breaking your leg? It is indeed. I came back last week where I told everyone the gruesome details of how they put me back together. Still going on about and, it. Yeah. And, yeah it's, it's my one USP. Really? Probably not anymore. I must admit I'm a bit bored if you're going on about your leg now. It's his little sticks that bother me. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Just hearing clattering Brilliant. around everywhere. Yeah. yeah, like leave them alone. My little stick. Leave, leave your crutch alone. Somebody called me Tiny Tim this week as, bro- as well. <laughs> <laughs> Rather than Diddy Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> it was at a Nintendo event, actually. Uh, but are you recovering well? Yes. Good. It's good to see your rapier wit is still intact. Brilliant. <laughs> We're also joined by Gabby. Hello, Gabby. Hello. Would you like to explain to our listeners who you are and why you're here? I am doing work experience with IGN. and We made you. Yeah, I got made to do it. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant physically made her. That's weird. <laughs> what have you learnt in your time at IGN so far? I've learnt that it's not just playing games. How I many games have you played since you've been in? <laughs> None. None. <laughs> <laughs> While well, we're all sitting around playing games and we, you and this, you're writing the site. Um, well. <laughs> That's uh, not true. We went to a Wii U showcase. You got to play we some did, games there, didn't you? Which was very cool. So you got to play Wii U? I did. That's pretty goddamn cool. Yeah, before anyone else. We will talk about that later on mm. the Wii U. Uh, obviously, E3 was last week and I was away at E3. How was, was it? it? Mm. Ooh. Um, <laughs> I thought it was alright. I could show. I know everyone's been really negative, saying that there was like no new announcements, which there were a couple of new game announcements, no hardware announcements. But the game lineup was really strong. There's like a dozen very, very good games. What was your most favouritest game? Uh, probably Assassin's Creed Three. Um, really? Yeah, because I was totally exactly exactly. That's weird. It's a bit like Butler and that. Was it the naval warfare that did it for you? It's just. It that just, had him raging. It's reimagining, um, and it's the same kind of gameplay, but it just looks super slick. And then, yeah, the naval warfare was like, oh, that's pretty goddamn cool. Boats. Um, <laughs> Halo 4 looked really, really good, and I don't really like Halo. Wow, what's happened to you? You I don't know. even like games. You Shut never... up. <laughs> and you, and you said one of your favourite things was Wonderbook. What, yeah. happened, what happened to you in LA? Did you have an epiphany? Do you still like shooting stuff? Yeah, exactly. You still like shooting stuff. But you can shoot little paper animals in Wonderbook with your wand. All right. I just again that does something completely different, and I think if it's going to succeed, you'd want J.K. Rowling to be on board. Um, so I don't know. I thought it was interesting. Splinter Cell, that's really good. But you it did feel it? like uh, no. But Splinter Cell, Assassin's Creed, and Ghost Recon feel like they're merging into it's the same one, game. Same now. mechanics. Yeah. they're really good mechanics, but it, yeah. you can definitely tell there's kind of there's a Ubisoft grammar to those games. Yeah. yeah. Ghost Recon, Assassins. Brilliant. Um, and then Sell. what else? Sell. Tomb Raider. A lot of people are getting really excited about that, but I came out of it thinking, yeah, it looks nice, but I'm not that fussed. The Uncharted effect is definitely kind of everywhere. It's Every game trying it? to be Uncharted. Star Wars 13. That's 13. weird that because <sighs> Uncharted actually doesn't sell that well, does it? Uh, is that because it's single it's, platform? It's single platform. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then yeah. maybe things like. Star Wars then can take advantage of the goodwill towards Uncharted by releasing on every platform and it being Star Wars. Yeah. 
And I suppose Star Trek is doing this a very, very similar sort of thing as well. Yeah, uh, with we, that game. Interestingly, do we know whether Splinter Cell is Xbox exclusive? No, it's not. We know that for so it's, it's not. Because um, th- Conviction was, wasn't it? it? Was on PC as well. Uh, no, I thought some. I thought it came out. Oh god, I, you're t- I don't know off the top of my head. I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure it's not exclusive. Right. Okay. But they did announce the some exclusive stuff. Because it's got the Connect voice integration, where you, you can go, "Oi, come over here." Yeah. Hey, sexy. Hello. <laughs> Hello. You're gonna say that. Hello. It doesn't pick up Northern dialect. You have to do a Michael Ironside impression. It's not, it's not Michael him Ironside, anymore. Is yeah. it? No. Uh, other highlights included. Hmm. Did you meet any celebrities? Well, I didn't meet anyone. Did you meet uh, any? Did you meet Kevin McDonald? Uh, I, I missed Snoop Dogg by a minute. Aww. But apparently he was walking around with two guards with handguns in E3. It's like, that's a bit weird. Maybe they were just toy ones. Uh, did you see Usher? Real? See what? Usher. Usher. I did see Usher and I also saw... Did you get on your feet? <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I no. don't think anybody what did. What was your reaction when he did that? Right. Like, mine watching it from home was like, yeah. even if I don't have a broken leg, you can fuck off. Yeah. And who's... I've forgotten the, the flow rider as well. <laughs> flow rider with a ridiculous like, microphone. Well, I had no idea who the fuck he was until they said... Kilby was loving it. Right. Yeah. The best press conferences of all time. And then I saw Danny Boyle at our hotel. That's pretty much it. Danny Boyle? Yeah. Oh, who's I that? Love him. He's my favourite. Oh, hello. <laughs> what? Where did you come from? Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, that's Chris Tilly. Hello. Not, not Danny Boyle. No. Um, but <laughs> yeah, I thought it was an alright E3. Not, not Danny Danny Cannon. Who yeah, the heck is that? My famous mistake. The uh, other thing is, is that they definitely showed uh, a whiff of what to expect next year with, <laughs> the, with the new hardware. You saw a whiff. Smell it. Something like that. It's the, uh, it's the new, the Wii F. <laughs> it's the new one that's coming. <laughs> the Wii F. Um, with a special nasal sensor. Who did the stinkiest next gen? Whiff. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was uh, that was Reggie. Uh, and speaking of which, you've got what's, a joke what's about been that. Eating? <laughs> what's he been eating? What's he been eating? What Reggie been eating, Alex? You tell me. I'm not making that <laughs> shit joke. No, I'm not making it either. Anyway. Um, All right. Maybe we'll put it in as an Easter egg at the end. But, um, but didn't Square uh, have a very good, yeah. stinky next-gen they, they showed off some uh, Unreal 4 kind of next-gen stuff. Which they dropped, you they dropped Agni's philosophy. I don't know what that means. It's the name it's of the trailer. The name of the trailer, right. yeah. Um, but, um, but I did see some other stuff behind closed doors, which I cannot talk about for quite a long time, which does look very cool. That sounds really sinister. Oh, Alex. I know, sorry. It's, it's the same thing that I tweeted about. Uh, thinking that I could talk about it, and then they made me sign an NDA pretty much till next year. Wait, so you've tweeted about it, but it was uh, no, pre-NDA. I, I, I didn't say what it was. You're, I said, I'm like... going to see something that's making me excited, thinking that I could reveal all at E3, and then they said, you can't talk about this for ages. And I was like, oh, okay. Mime it to us. No. Oh. But anyway, Spoiled it's it's exciting. But yeah, ne- next year's E3 will be a motherfucking big one. <laughs> News. News. <laughs> right, this refers back to E3. Um, Nintendo have come out on the defensive since they unveiled the Wii U and a lot of the games at E3. What has been saying, don't judge the graphics of the Wii U too harshly just yet because developers still don't know how to get the most out of the new hardware and its architecture. And mm. I've seen a lot of people, I've seen Reggie saying, look at um, Resident Evil 4 on GameCube, for instance. Yeah. Resident Evil 4 came out quite late in the console cycle and it looked great. Right. Uh, so is he saying that we're going to see some good years and good games in four years' yeah. time? Just wait for right. the Resident Evil Nine. 
But I think, you know, the point he's making is it's not about gra- graphical power. Because if that, you know, he made the argument, if that was true, GameCube would have been the top console in its generation and the Wii wouldn't have sold so many this generation. That's the I argument agree he's trying to make. to some extent, but at the same time, it needs to compete on the same playing field now. We've had one generation of Wii that didn't compete. This one needs to compete, I think. It needs, needs to be as good as what's out there already. So, yeah, if so it's not, then it's going to look proper ropey in about three years' time. Yeah, so what is saying, they're, they're, at the moment, they're only about half, at the halfway point utilising the Wii U's full potential. That's but, quite a long way. Like, to be at halfway before the console's already launched, you always hear yeah. about, like, on like PS3 launch games, using 25% of the console's capacity and stuff like that. We'll talk about Wii U more later, and we saw some of the games, and some of the games look really good, but some of the games, particularly the ones that are already out there on other yeah. consoles, yeah. I think look distinctly Where ropey. you can draw benchmarks against yeah, other and stuff. We were in an event the other day, and I played Arkham City Armored Edition, yeah. and it's hard to say without a side-by-side comparison, but I thought it looked really sketchy in places. Mm. Um, character models look muddy, environments less detailed. Yeah, and I played uh, Lego GTA, or whatever it's called, City Undercover, I think that's what it's called. Undercover, yeah. And that, you know, there was lots of kind of pop-up and uh, screen tearing and things like that, and of course it's not finished or anything like that, but it just made me realise how kind of underpowered the console is, which I think is a shame. Mm. Again, we'll, we will see when it comes out. But I came away from I the show feeling a little a bit, bit with Pikmin 3. Like, it was nice and beautiful in HD, but yeah. obviously it's a while since I've played Pikmin 2, but yeah. it didn't feel like a, you know, a massive leap forward. No. Anyway. Well, More sad, on Wii U later. One. Uh, Chris Tilly. Mm. What's happening? Yeah, i got some... Has anyone here read World War Z? Yes. Did you like it? Loved it. Yeah, it's a good book. It's a weird book, though, in terms of a film, a book that they try and turn into a film because it's more a series of vignettes mm. of little stories about a zombie apocalypse. Is it letters? Sorry? Is it letters? Is it like a collage? Basically, it starts off with uh, sort of a um, an intro from a guy who's like, like it's like post post of the end of the zombie apocalypse. It's like, and we're going back and taking uh, written accounts of what happened and it, it sort of pieces together the story from interviews. Uh, after the zombie apocalypse, so yeah, there's no real sort of through story. So it's kind to... of like found document. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like a Robert Altman kind of thing, rather than. Yeah, I'd say that would probably be the sort of film I was expecting to see. So anyway, I think they found some through line for it, and they've been making a movie of it. Uh, Brad Pitt starring Mark Forster, who did Quantum of Solace directing, but apparently it's all gone wrong. Uh, someone on the film's quoting is calling it a nightmare from top to bottom. And they're going back for seven weeks of reshoots, several months after they wrapped. That's ridiculous. Seven weeks. I think mm. you could make the entire movie in that you time. Could. They're now claiming it's five weeks, but it's still a long time. They've pushed the release date back from uh, from December to next June. Uh, visual effects are all a bit screwed at the moment, they think. Um, and apparently, as late as three weeks before they started shooting, uh, they still had no idea what the film Zombies would look like or how they would move. Wow, that's, that's crazy. This is quite interesting because I think we discussed this a couple of weeks ago about obviously video games are notorious for getting pulled at the last minute and delayed six months a year. And we were saying, does this happen in movies as often? And it's happened twice quite recently. Yeah. It happened with G.I. Joe as well because that was like three weeks from coming out, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, apparently, it's it's uh, the first 45 minutes are good, an insider says, but then it all goes to pieces. So they brought Damon Lindelhoff in to sort it out. 
which the man who scripted Prometheus, <laughs> which starts really well and ends up being not quite so great. Yeah, but he also did Star Trek, am yeah. I right? And um, Lost. Lost. So he has got pedigree. Yeah. We didn't. Did he write the first Star Trek? I thought it was Kurtzman and Orsai. Uh, maybe. Or is he working on? I, the I new think he's one? working on the second one. Right. He's definitely part of the J.J. Abrams stable. Yeah. But so. I think that it could be a huge flop for them. Who's 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 behind it? Paramount. Paramount. Yeah. Um, they've spent a lot of money on it already, right? Yeah, but you know what? If they have to go back and retool it to make a good film, all power to them. Like, don't release something just because. Yeah. Because you've don't got a deadline to be not ready. Yeah, it's got Brad Pitt and who else is in it? Do we know? No, I don't. I, I don't know if anyone else has been announced. But I, I'd heard like 150 million budget. Really? Yeah, and what? like, that's like that's a lot. I've been shooting in Scotland. I know. Yeah. But if and I don't for know a horror film as well. That's well, that's what I was going to say. I mean, has there ever been a, a, a hundred million dollar plus horror film with a big name attached to it that's ever done well? No, I, th- I think that the biggest horror film um, ever is going to be next summer when Guillermo del Toro's big alien invasion film comes out. That's it's not Mountains of Madness, is it? Oh, that's okay. not happening. No. That's not happening. Oh, yeah. I forget what it's called off the top of my head, but that's like a hundred fifty million dollar violent wow. alien movie. Right. So we'll see, but yeah, problems on the set of World War Z. That's sad to hear. Mm. No one wants to hear that. Uh, on a more positive note, Miyamoto has been talking about Zelda on Wii U. Um, obviously, uh, it was shown, uh, or a, a high-res demo of it was shown at last year's E3, but it wasn't at this year's E3, and he has explained to Entity, Entertainment Weekly uh, why it wasn't there. So he said that uh, with the last game Skyward Sword uh, that was a game where you had motion controls you use your weapons and a lot of different items and while it was a lot of thumb th- thumb <laughs> while it was a lot of fun there were some people who weren't able to do it or didn't like it as much uh, myself included so basically what they're doing at the moment is going back to the drawing board and experimenting with lots of different ideas uh, on as to how to make Zelda work on the Wii U uh, they are committed, according to Nintendo, to um, the hardcore gamer and making it uh, an in-depth gaming experience. But at the same time, they want to bring their bigger franchises to a wider audience. And uh, Miyamoto continues saying, One thing that's interesting is we're seeing how the way that tastes are broadening in video games. And you have some people prefer m- more casual experiences and you have some people prefer those uh, uh, in-depth experiences. So basically what he's saying is... He's like trying to please everyone, isn't he? I just don't think you can. Like if you strip away all the things that make Zelda good uh, and, and make it more accessible, uh, even though I don't think it's an inaccessible game at the moment. Um, I don't think I it's inaccessible, it w- but it's a massive commitment. I remember this when the, Wii, the, when the Wii came out. I think I had a lot of friends who weren't into video games and they got a Wii. Yeah. And they said, oh, what's this Zelda? I was like, Zelda's a mate. You need to get Zelda. Yeah. And they got it. And they loved it for two hours. And then they, just, they couldn't commit to another 30 hours of gameplay. But... But that's going to be the same with any kind of big game, though, yeah. surely. I don't know. Because I, think that, I think the problem with Zelda is, is that it's got. Uh, it seems to be quite a rich sort of um, background to. Uh, and if you're coming in at this point, it's like you wouldn't join, uh, like I don't know, a TV series, seven series in, and, and also just expect to. I, sort but of, they all they're all standalone. Yeah, but I think they part, are. I, but I, then I think part of the kind of satisfaction and enjoyment of Zelda game is this key moments like. It's like a ritual. You, there's a point where you get the bone mm. arrow, the point where you get the shield, the mm. point where you get the hook shot, and they cumulatively mean more every Zelda game you play because yeah. you've done it five or six times when you're a kid, and I think that's part of the effect. Yeah. So what would you do? Well, I'd I'd want them just to make the proper Zelda game. I want the Numa to make a new Zelda game. But it's taught the retro studios in Texas. Yeah. 
could work on it. Mimo to kind of distance himself from that rumor at the moment because they've obviously Nintendo have trusted this studio to make some of the work on their big franchises. They made Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong Country Returns, which is awesome. They made Mario Kart 3DS, which was also which awesome. awesome. So there's some talk about maybe you getting a Western developer to do Zelda, which is that wow. is that's never going to happen. He kind of he kind of rubbishes it because he's yeah. saying we need to be heavily involved. So if like, they were like to do say, it, we'd have to com- we'd, ha- we'd have to commute to Texas regularly. He said so. He said logistically, it's probably not going to happen. Yeah, they've denied they're working on it as well. Haven't yeah, they? They, they would Retro. never ever do that. Pr- they'll probably be working on the next Metroid, which is another Nintendo franchise they've worked on before. Yeah, but there, it also came out that that he's kind of mulling over which um, old. Zelda game to bring to uh, do an HD remake, not sorry, HD 3D remake for 3DS, and I think it was either between Link to the Past, Link to the Past, and Wind Waker. Oh no, sorry, Majora's Mask. Majora's Mask, yes. Sorry. Majora's Mask makes sense, I guess. Because I would love to see Majora's Ocarina, Mask, didn't they? But uh, does this does that supersede a new Zelda title completely for 3DS, or I think it would be because there was well talk as. of there was talk of the options being a new one, yeah. uh, or either of these two remakes, and now it's just talk of. One of these two being remade. It was definitely something weird about all the stuff. Or that in came fact, wasn't out there a sequel, possibly for a Link to the Past, that they were also talking about? They've, there's lots of things that come out, but uh, who knows with Nintendo? It felt like there were some big holes missing from their press conference. It felt to me like well, Keza strongly suspects they pulled stuff. Yeah, I'm sure they did. Well, we saw that Raymond. Um, what's the new one that keep want to say? Orange, orange, oranges. Oranges. Pears. Raymond Pears. Uh, what's, it what? what's it called? Legends. Legend. Raymond, Raymond Legends. Legends, yeah. And what did you call it? Oranges. <laughs> oranges pears. and pears. Yeah, I can't say pears. Can no. <laughs> um, yeah, when we saw the trailer a few weeks ago. Yeah, the little ones, toys that were the on The toys it. that you could use with the NFC There's sensor. Absolutely no mention of No mention of that, that whatsoever. Yeah. I thought that was strange. Like, even when they start going through the video of all of the gamepad functionality, it's kind of glossed over. Yeah. That little thing. So mm. Maybe they're still working on it. Yeah. I assume that's probably what. But I mean, would there be any other reasons why they would have pulled stuff? If who knows? Because they're the the last conference to go live. They could have. It could have been anything. You know, uh, in reaction to some of the other press conferences. But I can't. They saw how what. badly they bungled it at Microsoft and thought we don't have to go all out. Or but it don't. You, you, did you watch the conference? This year. Yeah. It really felt like it was missing something at the end. Yeah. Uh, everyone in the room was like, yeah, cause it was like, here we go. And it's Nintendo Land. Here's yeah. a bit more of Nintendo yeah. Land. Yeah. And then it was like, and then, and then lights it. on. It's like, oh. Yeah, and there's like an empty stage right. with like little Wendy houses everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Put to a water in his... Um, Especially after Miyamoto came on. That was just awesome. Hatch videos, yeah. But he just didn't do anything. Anyway. <laughs> Apart from played with his little Pikmin. <laughs> Excellent. Um, Last piece of news. Uh, who's got that? Is that me? Yep. Excellent. So, Avengers. Um, apparently, there's talk of a director's cut of the Avengers coming to cinemas. Um, apparently, 30 to 45 minutes was axed from the film that was actually shot by Joss Whedon. Um, some character moments, including Cap, uh, Captain America reuniting with Peggy Carter. Um, but obviously, they cut it and it would take it down to over three hours if they put it God. back in. Um, but obviously, it's 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 hit... Uh, Milestones in the states. It's made was it a billion dollars already oh, yeah. worldwide. Yeah. If they want to push it over the edge and maybe make it bigger than Dark Knight and uh, Avatar, they might go for a extended version out maybe uh, apparently August time. Wow! I mean, they did it with Avatar. Didn't That's they? crazy. Yeah, or, yeah. Would you go and see it? Yes, of course. Really? I would. Yeah, definitely. I can't. How does he meet Peggy Carr? I don't know. Watch the extended cut. 
D- Disney have said it's just a rumour at yeah. the moment, but it's one of these things that someone started up this rumour and it'll pick up momentum online and then they might be kind of forced they, into doing yeah. it. Mm. And with the, the Blu-rays coming out in September, so it would just be a marketing ploy for that as well. Like, it's mm. a huge advert. It would cost them a bit of money, but if they can make $100 million off the back of it... Mm. Yeah, but, although any, it won't be as exciting as people think, I don't think. It'll just film, be lots of scenes that hours. last a bit longer. A bit more dialogue, yeah. Yeah, doesn't need it. Yeah, I mean, the extended cut of Avatar didn't really add a great deal. New it, and it was just stuff that was superfluous. Oh, I forgot they even did that. But wasn't that just like an extra 15 minutes or something? Yeah, This is an true. extra 40 minutes. It's yeah. like, Jesus Christ. But I mean, it will all end up on the Blu-ray, right? So uh, yeah. I guess if it doesn't make it to, to cinemas, there's prob- the probability it will make it into a, a, do- a DVD or Blu-ray in the future. Yeah. Should we head over to a <laughs> trailer of the week? Why not? Why? What, so what is it, Tom? Um, what is it? It is a trailer for new Disney film, Wreck-It Ralph, um, which we had quite a few letters uh, messages saying, if this isn't a trailer of the week, uh, you're all fired. So, what's? Give me the elevator pitch for Wreck-It Ralph. It's about a computer game character from the 80s who is stuck in an arcade machine and he's sick of being the villain, so he wants to become the hero, so he escapes his arcade machine and goes out into the world of video games. Very good. Yeah. Who framed Roger Rabbit for the video game universe? There you go. Even better. Something like that. Let's have a look. My name's Wreck-It Ralph. 30 years I've been doing this. Ah! It starts to feel hard to love your job when no one else seems to like you for doing it. Sure must be nice being the good guy. You're mimicking, You're mimicking me. me. That is rude, and this conversation is over. So, excellent trailer. Best film ever. Best film ever. <laughs> what do you reckon? Best film ever. What? How how have they done that? I don't know. Because it's like Disney characters. There's Nintendo characters. Yeah. Like Capcom. Sorry, characters, Capcom. Yeah. yeah. They're all Money. in there. Money. Money yeah. talks. Mutually beneficial. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call it right now. Because he wants to be a video game hero, doesn't he? Yeah. I reckon there's going to be a third act encounter with Mario. <sighs> you think? Well, Bowser's already uh, I, in there. Yeah, isn't I just it? think... Yeah. If you want to be a video game hero, who would you meet to yeah. give you advice? Yeah. I just think in the last 10 minutes or something, you'll you'll meet Mario. Yeah. They're all going to be in there, aren't they? But Jesus, that looks brilliant. It's Jesus. Like, it Jesus will be in there. <laughs> like, it seems to, although it's a Disney film, it seems much more Pixar than than Disney, yeah. Disney's recent efforts. And and like even Pixar's have become more like Disney. Yeah, I saw Tangled. I really like Tangled. Yeah. I thought it was better than some of the recent Pixar movies. Yeah. I and mean, from what I've heard about Brave. Obviously, Laster's in charge of both studios, but this just seems a lot more uh, of their style rather than... Hmm. Like they've taken a, a high concept idea and, and turned it into something that looks really cool. So who did yeah. you spot in there aside from uh, Zangief and Bowser? Uh, one of the Pac-Man ghosts was in there. Yeah. Eggman. Yeah, Kano from Mortal Kombat. Yeah, see, Kano's a bit of a funny one, isn't he? Because like he's yeah. in Mortal Kombat, like one of the most mm. violent games of all, and he's in a Disney film. I think that's just awesome. Because there's a big shot where they're kind of it's almost um, it reminds me a little bit of Monsters Inc. When you have all the different types of monsters in one big lobby and they all work together. So there's that, there's a shot and think I don't know if it's in that trailer, but they've analysed it and some people have spotted Master Chief. But in that, in the in the big like uh, uh, in the Wreck-It Ralph one, right? Yeah, okay, the, yeah, some people have spotted Master Chief. Can't remember who else. Um, 
But it's also a bit like the the scene from Men in Black, isn't it, where they go into the lobby and it's just like full of like aliens and yeah. stuff. And there's always a cameo in there, isn't there? Of like, I think David Beckham's in the latest one, isn't he? As an alien. Is he? Yeah, he might be. Yeah. Uh, Paperboy is spotted in there. Did yeah. You? Yeah. Um, Cubert's there. Oh yeah, Cubert, of course. Sorry, I'm having a quick look now. Yeah, no, oh. it's good. Ah. Yeah, Cubert's good. We've actually it? done a feature on the site called something like. Uh, the characters in Wreck-It Ralph or something. The familiar faces of Wreck-It Ralph. Yeah. So have a look at that if you want to see all the all the people we've spotted. Oh, I, I just like how it's 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 about video games, but it kind of seems to understand about video games rather than it being sort of like what people imagine, imagine games, games to be like. Like it goes into Heroes Duty and they're just all like generic people. It's just, I think this thing is really smart. Really smart. There looks like there's an Eye of, Eye of the Beholder uh, bad guy in there. Oh, the Beholder. I remember that one. Jeez. Alex is now analysing it on his iPad screen. Can you not zoom yeah. in on that? But you can't, can no, you? No, you can't. No. Mm. Uh, Maybe should have done this a little before bit the podcast. I don't know <laughs> you're going to do this. Do what? You're the one that's doing it. Oh, <laughs> yes. I'm not doing anything. I don't know. So when is Wreck-It Ralph out? End, end of the year. Wow. Are we going to go on an office trip? Yeah, I think it should be compulsory viewing, basically. Uh if you haven't seen this film, you're out. Yeah, I think we can we get the projectionist to pause it at this point in the <laughs> cinema? <laughs> what, M. Bison's in there. That's quite obvious. And Chun Li. So there's Chun Li. A lot of Street Fighter. When I was a kid, I used Just to look call for him M. Bison. What? When I was a kid, I used to call him M. Bison. M. Bison. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. So that was Wreck It Ralph. <laughs> yeah, which is a, an excellent trailer. I urge you to check it out. We'll yeah, put it in the podcast story. Alex. What? Sorry, I'm still looking at this thing. Get back in the room. Get back in the room. <laughs> right. What's our main talking point? Uh, playing Wii U. So obviously I played at E3 um, last week, but you guys also had the chance to get on it um, this week back in the UK. Yes. So what were your thoughts? Um, so we uh, just we'll just maybe talk through what games that were there and what wasn't. So um, Zombie U was there. So we got to play that. Nintendo Land was there. We got to play what four mini games from that. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, um, Wii U Fit. Wii U Fit. P100. Wii U Fit like... Rayman Legends. Rayman Legends. Ninja Gaiden. Batman. Ninja Gaiden. Treen. Treen 2. two. Um, Mario. Super Mario U. And Rayman. Um, we said Rayman. Yeah. Um, and like I'm still excited by the, the, te- the technology and the kit. But I just don't think that any of those games really did that much for me. I was well excited about Zombie U. And then when I found when I played it, I found it a bit clunky. I looked much better than I expected it to because really? just from what because Ke- like I have very low expectations because it said it looked slightly better than a Wii game. Yeah, and I thought it looked better than that. Um, I mean, it was maybe that's just because it's in HD. It was atmospheric. That's maybe it's just because it was in high definition. Yeah. A few observations about the kind of gamepad. One, it's massive. Like <laughs> it, it is, is re- huge, isn't it? It's huge. Yeah. And I, you know, I think it's because I'm so accustomed to playing games with a regular size controller for like 15 years. Yeah. The idea of playing a really long game with that thing seems weird. The other thing is, it's very weird that the analog stick is above the buttons on the right hand side. I found it really awkward to um, control Batman and like, um, like fly about and punch with the buttons below the right analog stick. Right. And it's a weird observation. I'm sure it's like something you were, you were customized to. I I, I didn't kind of notice that. It just felt really weird to me. Right. I, I, like I said, I think the controls on Zombie U felt a bit clunky as well. I kept trying to figure out whether or not I was inverted or not. And I mean, I'm normally inverted, but it just kept throwing me every time I right. went to look up and down. I don't know why that was. A lot of people who were playing E3 didn't know whether to look at the TV screen or the Wii U yeah. screen. Yeah. 
and there was someone next to you saying, "Oh, look at that screen." So maybe they'll ship those people out with the console as yeah. well to tell you. Oh, the, the, yeah. The the woman who was demonstrating um, Nintendo Land to me was explaining what Nintendo is to me. Wow. And she's also calling the analog sticks rotators. <laughs> <laughs> Twist, twist my rotator. But it's weird because it is so big. It's, your hands feel really far apart, like you're holding a little tray. Yeah, it's like holding. You a, are. It's like holding a 26-inch TV. <laughs> <laughs> um, P100 was was lots of fun. Uh, that's the Platinum Games. And what do you? Because I didn't actually get to play that. So it's kind of like Pikmin crossed with the Avengers. So you, right. it's like a little town, and all your little you, you control a little group of superheroes, and they all group together. Um, and you sort of attack different monsters. It's very sort of uh, like platinum games for kids, right? Like the, they like there's good like melee combat and all sorts. It's of cool. Stuff like it that. looks great. It's really cool. But my question is, why does it need to be on the Wii U? Like the touch controls that they added in yep. just felt shoehorned in. Like right. it was like you had to draw a shape on the screen to perform a, to change weapons. It's like this is what I'm like. What I think about it. if developers feel obligated to use the touchscreen controls, it's like why. Yeah. yeah, it could really detract from the great game that they're making. Yeah. Um, mm. But uh, what else did you play? So you played Nintendo Land, Super Mario we, uh, Brothers U, yeah. which we, Gabby's shaking her head. We didn't like that. Um, no. Why not? Just, I don't know. It's just like I mean, it looked good. Like it was good to see a HD Mario. Yeah. Um, but it just felt like every other Mario. I mean, there was nothing. No. It's it's weird to play new. that alongside the one that they're um, selling on the DS as well. Yeah. It's felt like the same sort of same experience. Really. It was exactly the same. Yeah, I didn't see what was it, what was any different, um, which is a disappointment, really. But I'll tell you what, Nintendo Land is really good fun. Like all the it is really games. good fun. Yeah, yeah exactly. The, um, I'm trying to think the the kind of um, the Luigi's Mansion one where one of the ghosts is on the yeah. kind of gamepad. That's cool. But what's the longevity of that? No, I know. No, but I'm you know just playing Devil's Advocate and also like. How many people do you need round to your house to play that? And yeah. There's so many. Yeah. Di- what struck me was that because you can, it supports the balance board because it supports two game pads because it supports up to four Wii controllers. For developers, there's such a, a sort of almost infinite number of controller combinations. It's like, what's the ideal? And how many people do you really need to play these games yep. at their best? Yep. Do you need a room full of people? It is. They're trying to please everyone for it, I think. And they're going to struggle because... The, the hardcore games aren't hardcore enough and the 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 the, the kids games you can play them on the Wii like they're just yeah. they're, like the 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 touch screen the controller doesn't add anything new yeah. really like the one that I was really enjoying on Nintendo Land was the Donkey Kong one yeah which used um the gamepad basically as uh, the user's example like accelerometer yeah. so you can tilt like yeah. but you can You're do that axis, you can yeah. do that on a six axis it yeah. wasn't like nothing it felt like something that had been left over from Wii. Yeah. Um, that was tacked on. It to still Nintendo didn't. Land. Yeah, in my eyes, it doesn't have that killer game that makes me think. Right, I get it. I'm gonna go and buy it because that's the only console that can do that. But apparently, Rayman's really good on it. Gabby, you played it. Yeah, I thought it was brilliant, but kind of like pear <laughs> oranges. Still can't say it. But <laughs> it's just it feels the same. Yeah. It's still the same, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Mm. Just with some added extra lot. controls. Yeah. Used with the gamepad. Yeah. Would you buy a Wii U? Um, I really wanted it for Zombie U, but after playing it, probably not. Because mm. there's that rumour this week. Do you see Amazon went live with £199 price point? Yeah, but they also went pre- out with the July release date. Yeah, but it's weird 
because because Amazon's policy is if you buy it at that price, they still have to honour that price. Really? So they must be pretty confident. They pulled that. the price now. Yeah, but it was right. up there for quite a while, and they think they they they're gonna keep true to those orders. If it's two hundred quid. I'll get one. Yeah. Like definitely. Um, even after that day, you, you were like, I still want money one. around. Well, no, but like two hundred quid is like you still want one even after yeah that day. You're yeah. still quite positive. But well, I tell you what, one thing I noticed about it was like the actual console itself is a lot bigger than it was last year at E3. Like last year, it was about the size yeah. of a um, CD player, yeah, like a portable CD player. Yeah. This time, it's twice as big. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's a huge bit big. of kit. Yeah. Like um, I'm well, doing. It's probably still. Hand, si- I reckon it's still not much wider than the PS3, though. No, I guess I think not. it's thinner. It, it looks quite. Yeah, it's just a I weird looking bit of kit. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah. But the gamepad's definitely bigger. I'm sure of it. Yeah, but it seems longer, yeah. like more than anything. Um, but it's still pretty light. Yeah, it's quite cool, and the screen's quite high def. It's quite nice to look. But at. I think that's the thing. Like uh, I was playing Tanks, 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 which on the little screen, <laughs> <laughs> brilliant. Another. <laughs> you're gonna do that every time every that game time. is mentioned. Uh, I hope you're reviewing it. <laughs> which looked all right on the uh, on the gamepad screen, but when you see it on a normal screen, it looks a bit ropey. Is that price still up there, Alex? No, it's not. No. No. But would you buy one for 200 quid? Not at the moment. I'd want to see... There's not a game that I really, really want to play. I was never a huge fan of Pikmin. Did you get to see Assassin's Creed 3? No. Okay, because I've heard that's supposed to be really good on Wii U. Like, didn't Ubisoft say that's the best that way of playing it? the Ultimate Edition, the preferred. Yeah, but... but see, I, I think that's the thing. <laughs> yeah. For games that come out day and date, and it's a viable option of um, you know choosing between the three. Then yes, that makes sense. Stuff like Batman a year later, like Mass Effect Three, what that got the biggest cheer like in the room. It's like really, you want to play Mass Effect on Wii U? Why? Yeah. I went around and asked everyone in the audience there. <laughs> they didn't have an answer. Reggie didn't have. A, I didn't know what to say. No, he was too busy eating his favourite Just uh, dish. on the side note, when you were at Nintendo press conference, yes, I'm right in thinking when you zapped your thing, it did a one-up noise. What? When you zapped your. Uh, press thing to get in no no oh, I heard that was a rumour no okay. although while we were waiting for the press conference to start the bastards ripped off my picture round from the last IGN pub quiz unbelievable I'm going to find you a picture keep talking I'll find you a picture <laughs> um, so did you play Pikmin I didn't play Pikmin it it crashed oh <laughs> Gabby you played it what did you think Um, I thought it was very cool yeah very cool but it's just again. There's nothing using the gamepad. It's just got a map on the screen, yeah. which you control, doing not really that much. Like the Wii, the zombie U stuff when you were scanning stuff and looking around was kind of cool. Like I like yeah. thought that was interesting. But how soon you're gonna? T- I, I even forgot that I could do it for quite a long time. And it was just to find like where pickups were on the on the game. Like you can just do that by exploring normally. I I wonder. You know the. I know that they unveiled the Pro Controller at um, E3. I'm wondering whether a lot of Wii U games you'll just be able to play with the Pro Controller. They're just back to square one, I think. Because if they bring out a Zelda on it and you can just play it with the Pro Controller, I think a lot of the people who are used to playing Nintendo games will just opt for that option. Yeah. Um, I mean, I just don't think... Uh, like, If it is the casual market that they're trying to go for, if people, when they see it, like... I'm not being like derogatory, but like mums who see it are going to have the same reaction as they do when the Wii came out. Like the Wii, it was like you could see people playing Wii Sports and instantly you got it. Yeah, exactly. But show them a Wii you could, U. You could get it in 30 seconds. 
and it's called the Wii U, they're going to go, oh, is it a new controller for the Wii? Mm. And then or they're going to find out it's or not. Or if they go, it's like a touch screen, it's a bit like a tablet, they go, maybe get an iPad then. Like yeah. my mum, my mum got an iPad. Yeah. Instead of getting, you know, I think she, my mum would have considered getting the Wii U because she really likes Pikmin, but she got, she got an iPad instead because she can do loads of other stuff with it. Games are cheaper. Yeah. And she can't play Pikmin though. She can't play Pikmin. That's why I've got to bring my Wii U home at Christmas apparently. Right. So you're going to buy one? Yep. You have to. You have to. Otherwise your mum will kill you. <laughs> of course you'll have nothing to do over Christmas. Not speaking mm-hmm. to me. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I guess I want to hear what listeners say. I think of Wii U. I mean, they've been pretty vocal so far. Have they seen anything that they that's that's? Yeah. What's the kind of one killer game? Yeah, a lot of people have said mentioned Zombie U, but yeah, still, it's not the game to buy a console for. I'm for still most anyway. excited about that Zelda Tech demo. Yeah. <laughs> and that says, I think that says everything. That was a year ago, and yeah. it's a tech demo. Yeah. Hey ho. Anyway, yeah, how do listeners get in touch? Uh, you can send your emails to ignukfeedback at ign.com, or you can speak to us on Twitter at ignuk and on Facebook at ignuk. Yes, indeed. So, out this week, um, Doctor Who and the Eternity Clock is coming to Vita. Oh well. <laughs> I really, really, really wanted to love this game, yeah. um, and I love the voice acting in it. That's but it's it. just such a turkey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> really sorry. Is it a bit broken as well? It's a bit broken. Yeah, it just seems to be really. Uh, I mean, there's the really bad AI, like because it's co-op, and if you don't have co-op, you have to rely on the computer to do the other half. There's like bits where River Song would just be like stood at the bottom of a ladder, and you're like just come up here just just come up like yeah. and she just stands there she's so annoying she is <laughs> um, but uh, yeah uh, I don't know whether you want to buy it for Vita or not well a more positive <laughs> thing on Vita is Gravity Rush that is out um, this week and that's supposed to be quite good although I haven't actually played it for myself Gabby you're very excited about Gravity Rush yeah I got it pre-ordered can't wait to play it good stuff be great uh, Ghost Recon on PC uh, I love Ghost Recon it's on PC better graphics <laughs> And then, uh, lastly, <laughs> a Lollipop Chainsaw is out, which mm. has taken a little bit of a beating on IGN. I'm, when's the review embargo lift? I think it goes live today or tomorrow. Why are you talking like <laughs> that? <laughs> no. Anyway, uh, not as good as we were probably hoping. So, uh, I really want it to be good. Lollipop Chainsaw. It, it's come out <laughs> at a time, though, hasn't it? Where Lollipop Chainpaw. Go on, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this time of year isn't great for. Are you not? Is there anything big coming out between lollipop, lame saw? That's good. <laughs> lame yeah. poor, lame poor. I mean, we just need something for lollipop, lollipop, lollipop. No, we already had pap. Folly, 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 plop, lame <laughs> poor. There you go. Amazing. That's a poster quote. <laughs> What's up in the charts? <laughs> uh, charts. So Ghost Recon, third week at number one. That's done well. Uh, Game of Thrones went in at number six, even though it's a big stinking pile. Um, Game of Turds. Lame of Turds. <laughs> no. Just needs to move for off. Rubbish. <laughs> okay, there. <laughs> I can't even stop it. Right, nothing else. Mario vs. Sonic. <laughs> That's in the top ten. Why is that? Uh, it's a London it's an Olympics game oh, okay. it's a big sporting event happening in London you said it was a new tech just Mario versus Sonic chess <laughs> Mario Kart Wii has come back into the charts really amazing oh. and Wii Fit Plus and The Sims and Diablo 3 
There you go. Excellent. There's literally nothing coming out between now and the end of August apart from Spec Ops The Lame. <laughs> I don't know if it's lame. I'm just trying to think of... I'm being flippant. What about movies? Um, well, the charts. Uh, Prometheus is still at number one. No surprise. Um, doing all right. Well, it didn't go to number one in the States. Didn't Isn't there a director's cut of that coming out as well? There's rumours. Yeah, he's yeah. talking. Well, no, it wouldn't be a director's cut because he said the director's cut was what went in cinemas. Oh, extended. He could cut do then. an extended one, right? Yeah, but it won't be stuff that he had to kind of chop out, right? For any reason, Snow White is still doing well here. Um, Fantastic Four, everything didn't do very well. Didn't open up many screens. Ill Manners did all right. The uh, Ben Drew Plan B film that opened at number nine. It's right. actually quite good. Made two hundred and fifty oh. grand. Yeah. Um, do you want to hear about anything that did really badly? Yeah. If there's anything that stands out, two figures. Uh, a film called Arirang uh, made 190 quid. <laughs> it's really hard to ask for at the box office. <laughs> a few ticks to Arirang. <laughs> what? Two ticks. Oh, uh, right. The innkeeper's only made a grand, and that's really good, so that's a shame. And a film called Mission to Lars made a grand, and I saw the trailer for that yesterday and thought it looked really good. That's about a guy who really wants to meet Lars from, yeah, from Metallica. Metallica. So I was thinking, oh, well, he's a wanker. And this bloke must be a wanker if he wants to meet him. But then you watch the trailer and towards the end you realise he's got sort of learning disabilities. And You <laughs> bastard, you heartless <laughs> shit. Well, it's clever the way they pitched the trailer, though. I think, I think uh, it made a lot of people feel that. But yeah, that looked really good. Uh, but coming out next week, nothing really. There's a horror film called Red Tails with... Um, Killian Murphy and Robert Red Lights. Red Lights, because Red Tails is already out. And we're talking out. about this week, right? Yeah. Yeah, sorry, you said next week. Um, Red ta- Red Lights, I saw that the other night. And? Red Tights? Oh, it's all right. It, it wants to be M. Night Shyamalan, and like, who wants to be like M. Night Shyamalan anymore? Is there a twist? Who doesn't want to be like M. Night Shyamalan? Yeah, there's, like, there's a couple of big twists. What was his last film? Um, Last Airbender. Oh the big poster quote says this year's Sixth Sense from Total Film. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> it's, uh, it's not very good, unfortunately. I mean, the thing is, there's going to be no films coming out for the next two or three weeks because of the Euros. I'll tell you who's right. in it, though. Craig Roberts. I know. We've spoken to him about it in here. Yeah. Um, and he's really good in it, but he's only in it for about 15 minutes. I've got two minutes because a friend of mine plays the... Is there a scene where you see a young Robert De Niro? Yes. That's a mate of mine. Really? Because well, everyone, stu- everyone in the screening laughed because it's just really? like... It's so like it's someone well, doing a Robert De Niro impression. Yeah, were they laughing at him? Uh, no, it was just that the filmmakers had thought that was going to be all right. Like, they yeah. just put this man and made him do a Robert De Niro impression. <laughs> he's a direct- he directed... the guy- This guy's the guy that directed the Corey Feldman film, The Birthday. Oh, my God. Of legend, uh, if you were... <laughs> right. Fan of IGN about four years ago, and, and he does a passable Robert De Niro impression. Uh, well, he shouldn't do because he's Spanish, but he, I think he could, he could do the face. <laughs> yeah, he does the face, and he's wearing sunglasses because Robert De Niro's character is blind in the film. So, he can, he uh, can kind of do the Robert De Niro smile. That's fucking terrible. That's all right. Spanish people can't do impressions. Well, what point did that seem like a good idea? <laughs> but yes, yeah, so I don't expect any uh, okay. any movies for the next two or three weeks. Really. It, um, is it, uh, Rock of Ages is also out this week, which you I also saw, which is which I walked out of. Don't tell Did anyone you? that. <laughs> yeah, it was Why? Terrible. Keep it quiet. Our uh, hundred thousand listeners, keep that under your hat. Why was Why was it bad? Oh. It's two hours long, Cock and it ages. felt like two hours long an hour in, so right, I didn't really okay. want to sit through the rest of it. Um, oh, interesting. But there you go. And the two leads are pathetic. Oh. So. Did you see Tom Cruise singing? Tom Cruise is great in it, yeah. Right. yeah. He's really good. Russell Brand's really good in it as well. Does he play Russell Brand? Yep. Wow. With a Birmingham accent, so one for Gabby. Thank you. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> 
Right. Do you just have a thing for people with Birmingham accents? Apparently I have one. Do you? She's from Coventry. Yeah. My missus from Coventry, but she doesn't have a Birmingham accent. She's probably, yeah, and it kicked out of her by you. First bit of feedback is from Alex Holloway. He said he already tweeted this to Stuart, but he decided to send it into. It's a reference to last week's podcast. What he's done is, well, last week's podcast we were speculating on a heartbeat game, different Grand Theft Autos, and we thought about Grand Theft A up. It works uh, better as GTA up. GTA up. Yeah. And so he's mocked up a cover for a Grand Theft Auto game set in Aidensfield. Was he? Subtitle it The Revenge of Green Grass. <laughs> it's got all the popular characters from ITV's amazing Sunday night TV show, Heartbeat. It's got Nick Has Berry. Has anyone ever actually seen it? Yeah. Heartbeat. Have you? I don't think oh, I've okay. ever sat through an entire episode. Once I went home at Easter to my mum's and she taped an episode of Heartbeat to show me. She tapes loads of stuff just to show me clips like from regional news about like a duck that's got stuck in a factory. <laughs> and one of the things she showed me was the episode of Heartbeat because it had Daniel Craig in it. Right, ah. very young Daniel Craig. Maybe there we should do go. a heartbeat marathon this weekend. That'd be Great. good. Maybe not. I used to hate heartbeat. It was like that. But thank you, Alex. Thing on a and if, it's the epitome if you want to, of shit. Working you go on Sunday night television. <laughs> I thought that was last of the summer wine, wasn't it? Uh, well, there you go. From last of the summer wine into that antiques roadshow precursor, antiques roadshow, which is now primetime Sunday night TV. It goes on for ages. Songs of praise. Oh, Whereabouts can you find that picture, Alex? Uh, you can find this on IGN UK on Facebook if you want to check out the image. I think it's also on his blog as well, isn't it? It's also on Alex Holloway's blog, which is www.alexholloway.net. There you go. Uh, Richard McLaughlin writes in saying, I haven't written in since Podcast 100, but decided to send in so that E3 was pretty shit this year. Well yep. done. Nothing major was announced. More footage of leaked games and what the actual fuck is that shitty little book that Sony has made? <laughs> I actually thought it was pretty good. There you go. Uh, that's it. Brilliant. Thanks for your uh, really measured feedback. Is that because expectations there? were so high because we thought we were going to get the next Xbox in place? I think so. But it was, they came out and said it wasn't going to be there. Get over it. Gabby, I think you're up next. Um, Matthew Evans has written in saying can i ask what is with ubisoft and their press conference hosts lately last year we had mr caffeine with his outlandishly childish attitude and his annoying hand gestures as we travel back in time do you think do you guys think that ubisoft and everyone else should have an air of professionality when doing events such as press conferences childishness makes the industry look bad they had uh, aisha and um tabuscus to yeah, were you there? Did you go to that? Yeah. What did you think of those two? I thought they were dicks, but at the same time, they're the only people that uh, people are still talking about. The yeah. only presenters that people are still talking about. Yeah. Like Jack Tretton during the PlayStation conference was so boring. And like the the fake bants, I was reading it. Because you would have loved it, Tom. I was reading the gags <laughs> as they were coming up going, oh no, it's, he's going to make a joke. And it was so painful. Um, so I just think, yeah, they're perhaps not, they, they weren't great, but at least, you know, they're different from everybody else. They're it's not so like annoying. Mr. Corporate, like but Don you, Matrix. Have you read what Aisha Tyler's written in she response? She wrote a poem, hasn't she, on her Facebook? Yeah, basically, because a lot of people sort of... Um, Who is she? She's an actress. I know, I know her from 24. That's what I've seen her in. Right. But um, I think she's done lots of things. And I think she's been involved in some of the Halo games as well. But she came out and she responded to a lot of the abuse she'd, she'd been receiving and people have been questioning why was she doing this games conference. Yeah. But she would, like, sort of 
sort of articulated that she's a massive games fan and she's been involved in lots of games projects but it still doesn't detract from the fact that she said she used the phrase girlwood yeah. repeatedly uh, she yeah she came that's out. not what i had a problem with like if she wasn't a games fan she was still like talking about having a sort of metaphorical erection mm. <laughs> <laughs> which, I did, which i didn't th- i wish i never saw steve jobs do <laughs> when unveiling a new the, the other he's got that's pretty cool the other guy, whatever his name was, Tobuscus. Tobuscus. what a twat! <laughs> he, 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 he makes those in real life trailers for YouTube, right? Uh, like video games in real life. Trailers. You're right; he is an absolute tube. Yeah. I just remember writing Fuck to you that you were—I think you were in the crowd watching it on your laptop. I just remember I am you going, "Who's this twat?" Fuck! I can't believe it. It's like, and then then he came out to the front of stage. It's like, oh my god, what a dick! And then Flo Rider came on. It's like, oh, what on earth is happening here? <laughs> it's just so weird. But they anyway. still won E3. <laughs> They had some good games, yes. Uh, uh, Blue Meanie has written in. He says, I've got to admit, I listened to the last podcast and you guys totally let me down. Yeah. You previewed a game about a sentient female motorbike. <laughs> you told us it was called Loco Cycle, but not one of you made the don't all females have a Loco Cycle joke. Ooh. Well, we didn't because that's slightly sexist. Yeah, so uh, yeah. we are distancing ourselves from that comment, Blue Meanie. Thank you for writing in, though. <laughs> uh, I've got an email from George Denaya. I don't know if that's how you say it. <laughs> uh, Sony's showing E3 was really underwhelming for me. Uh, they should have decided a lot to. They should have decided a lot of the show to the. Uh, should have dedicated a lot of the show to Vita. Can you? Read? It needs a boost. No, I can't read. Sorry. Um, uh, I have one. I love it, and I've got some lot of games, but I still need to buy for it. But I need to be reassured there's going to be continued support for it. Well, well done, Alex. <laughs> You've really made a meal out of that one. Yeah. Anyway, he wants he wants to see more of a Vita showing. Look, there's going to be a new Call of Duty on there, and there's going to be an Assassin's Creed. Yeah, well, but nine months too late. Huh? Nine months too late. Yeah. Well, listen, there's only one okay. actual Vita owner in this room. Gabby, tell us what's your current uh, view on the state of affairs with Vita. Where are my Vita games? Where I are bought they? it release date, and I want some Vita games. Please. Pl- now. What about no, 3DS? Please. There was there were. <laughs> There's a, a really long wait between launch and decent 3DS games. Yeah, but 3DS is. You knew they were on the horizon, I guess. That's 3DS isn't rubbish. Mm. No, it's not mm. rubbish. No. Um, but I, I haven't they just announced like Final Fantasy 3 for PSP like in Japan? Yeah. What's yeah. that all about? I just I don't know what their strategy is really. Don't know. Like bringing a game that people want, but bringing it to their old. I think they forgot they had it. Do you think they brought it out too soon and that they weren't ready and they sort of it kind of was. But it didn't break, didn't leak, did it, before it was due to come out? We were shown it ages ago, Yeah, it's we? been a long time coming. So what are they doing? Do you think they just ran out of money to, to support well, I think it? The problem is, is that... Sony are having a tough time. It well, hasn't like. performed particularly well. So if you're a third party, you just go, okay, what am I going to invest my money in? And it's probably not going to be a Vita game. Yeah. So you're waiting for Sony support, but they splashed all of theirs on the launch lineup. Like, you know, Naughty Dog have done their game. Um, it wasn't even Naughty Dog that did theirs, was it? No, but but I'm that franchise. Yeah, I'm sure there'll be a God of War. Naughty at Dog some is point. supposed to be working on something for it. Yeah, but anyway, uh, next bit of feedback is from John Williamson, who's from Liverpool, and he said that we forgot to mention the best part about Microsoft's E3 press conference last week. It was Trey Parker and Matt Stone. That was good. Ignoring mm. the auto queue, and I've got actually what Trey Parker says here. He says, "How many times have you been watching an episode of South Park and thought I'd like to be able to watch this on my television while hooked into my mobile device, which is being controlled by my tablet device, which is hooked into my oven, all while sitting in my refrigerator?" 
<laughs> it was refreshing. But do you think that was scripted, though? Uh, it's hard to say, isn't it? Do you uh, think, I wonder if Microsoft went, we'll clear that jab. Yeah. I don't remember. Because I, I, uh, I, I could see the auto queue at the Microsoft one. Right. I, don't, I didn't look at that point. God damn my stupid eyes looking in the wrong and direction. he asked us, what did you think of the South Park Obsidian RPG? Uh, it looks great. Fan, aren't you, Alex? Yeah, I well, great. I, I didn't see much of it at E3, but I saw it before. I saw about uh, 12 minutes worth of the game, and I think it looks brilliant. Like, so they really part. sort of replicated the style, and they said, like, it's they've amazing. done lots of R&D to make it look like crappy, like, card yeah. animation, yeah, 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 which yeah. is great. But some of the gags are brilliant. Like, some of it is completely not suitable for a Microsoft press conference at all. But that's and, exactly what you want, isn't and it? And there's some other stuff that's coming out that's going to be... Like people will be out to sue that game. It takes a piss, the piss out of a lot of other big games. I'm not going to say what it is because that's great. But um, is that Summer Arcade? Uh, no, no, it's, it's a full time game. Is it? Yeah, um, did you year. ever play the South Park game on N64? No. Like the first person shooter, you could um, fire turkeys at people. Yes, I remember. Oh, it's it. I awful. Didn't play it. Yeah. I remember renting this will that be incredibly this will be a, a credible authentic. South Park experience. Yeah. Great. It's, it is. It's just funny. I'd never heard those two speaking either. And you just expect them to sort of bust into Cartman <laughs> halfway through. Etc. Etc. Next bit of feedback's from Andrew. He says, Microsoft conference being a big pile of wank and <laughs> was only saved by Trey Parker and Matt Stone. He's asking, for people who don't own a Vita or are on the fence about a Wii U, uh, didn't give much reason for a gamer to purchase either. Do you guys feel the same way? If I didn't already own a Vita, I don't think... It was there was anything at E3 that would make me no. reconsider no. that decision. Barely even mentioned. What was that Bioshock game? Yeah, that they mentioned the year before yeah. that Ken Levine went. Well, like, oh, got something cooking. But for even this. like like not at the press conference. I remember looking around there, kind of behind the scenes stuff, and I can't actually even remember any Vita stuff there either. No, I played a little Big Planet karting. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> sack boy, sack balls. <laughs> anyway. Uh. But yeah, I think we've covered the Wii U stuff. If you're on the fence, I still think, still think you probably will be after what they showed. Yep. Uh, we've got the next bit of feedback. He, this is from Alexander Brandon Bravo. Um, he's wondering whether to put his Wii on eBay now. Will he still get money for it in sale in preparation uh, in preparation for the Wii U? Should he do it now? I, I think there's a point. Keep your controllers. I think you might as well just keep hold of it now. Hang on, I want to see how much Wii's are going for on eBay while we're looking. <laughs> well, um... A game, a lot, ha- game had them for 50 quid pre-owned, so if you probably right. seems like a that, lot. Yeah. <laughs> Not a lot of money. Yeah, I'd hang we'll on to it. I would keep it. We'll give you a fiver for it, though. Yeah, I'll give you a fiver for it. Down the pub. Um, Jesus, someone's selling one on here for £120. It's probably a brand buy, new one. Buy it now. Right? Oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. <laughs> still, that still seems like quite a lot. Alex, I think you've got the last bit of feedback. I have got a piece of feedback, and it is from <laughs> Matthew. He says, I was just hoping you guys might know of a good casual game that I could buy for my sister. This is her birthday on the 26th of June. She's not a hardcore gamer and only likes casual sim games like The Sims and currently only plays Facebook games like Zoo World. It, however, has to be for PC and be able to run on a basic laptop. Budget is 30 quid as I fucking hate the music those damn Facebook games have. Thank you, Matthew. What do you reckon? Minecraft. Minecraft? It's probably a good is that, shout. Is that casual? Yeah. Mm. You can make it however hardcore you like. That's a good shout. What yeah. about Diablo 3? <laughs> yeah, <all> right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, will Minecraft run on a basic laptop? Yes. yes. There you go. 
Minecraft. Job done. Job <laughs> let's, done. Let us know what she thinks of it if you do purchase that. It's probably quite different from Zoo World, I should imagine. Yes. Um, shall we finish up the show with some plugs? Yeah. Go on then. Lots of plugs. All right. So the Euros are going on at the moment. Hi, how you find Nick Chris? Big football fan. It's starting to it's starting to heat up now. Yeah. It's been a slow start, but it's... how would you like to take part in a virtual Euros competition against other gamers? That would be amazing. Right. Well, your dream could come true because on. Uh, oh wait. <laughs> That's not right. Dan's written it all down for me. It's not right. In a couple of weeks, we're basically hosting a Euros <laughs> competition at a venue in central London, uh, and you can come and compete. The winner will win a brand new PS3, an England shirt signed by Joe Hart, and an EA Games, uh, EA Sports game package. Pretty nice. good prize, right? Nice. What's in the game package? Uh, you've got SSX, yep. uh, Tiger Woods, yep. FIFA, yep. the Euros game, yep. um, and a couple of others Dead as Space well. Space 3. <laughs> it's a sports <laughs> package. It's um, a sport. The semis and the finals we played on the cinema screen. If you want to get involved, what you basically have to do is download the UEFA Euros uh, DLC. Yep. Beat Holland with England by three goals or more. Easy. Send a picture with your name and address and contact number to ukcomps at ign.com. Mm-hmm. And then we'll pick 16 people to come down and represent. Nice. There you go. Uh, we're also running a competition on Twitter for Kid Icarus, Kid, Up- Kid Icarus Uprising on the 3DS. Um, send us your tips for multiplayer uh, to uh, IGN UK using the hashtag Kid Icarus Tips. Uh, we'll pick f- 16 winners. They'll get uh, a 15 quid eShop voucher and their tips will also appear on IGN nice. in, as part of a Kid Icarus advert. Nice. That's quite exciting. Uh, and then the winners will then go down the line to for a competition to win the 400 deck of AR cards. Yeah. There's like probably about 10 sets in the world. My yeah. favourite is the one that looks Ultra like the, the Cherry Bakewell. Yeah. <laughs> so they have to show you their Kid Icarus tip. <laughs> no, they have to tweet our Kid Icarus oh, okay. tip. Uh, and then finally more you, Kid Icarus stuff. Your tip? Is this the big one? Yeah. Is this uh, the big announcement? No, at Game on Oxford oh. Street this Saturday, there's a Kid Icarus event. So if you're in London, go down, uh, take on the pros. There is a chance to win a VIP trip for two to IPL in Las Vegas, baby. Um, and we'll have some people down there offering advice. Not in Vegas. Not in Vegas. Unfortunately. And final, final plug. This uh, is the big one. This is the big one, yeah. Um, IGN Pub Quiz 3, um, Look Who's Quizzing Now, sponsored by Kid Icarus Uprising, is happening on June 27th of this year, 2012. What can Our people Lord. expect? So there's going to be... More questions. It's bigger, it's better. It's there's probably going to be some DJing. Better ventilation. <laughs> uh, better ventilation. Uh, more picture rounds, more music rounds, and more teams. There's much more room. There's probably about 50% more space than we Less usually Less me, though. Have. Less Alex, though. Unfortunately. I if you want to enter a team, send your team name with the names of your four team members to ukcomps at ign.com. Uh, there's a chance to win a, a 3DS. When do you have to do it by? Oh, by next Tuesday. And where's it next where, Monday? Where is it being held? It's at a venue in Kilburn, North London. So there you go. Get involved. All right. Get involved. Awesome stuff. Well, that is it for this week's podcast. Uh, it feels like we need some more ratings on iTunes. It's been a while. You haven't read any on the show for uh, a while. Actually, I was reading one last night. Uh, fill the gap for a second. I'm going to find it because it was bizarre. Who's going to DJ at next week's pub quiz? Or the week after? Be- basically, Bex has said, I'm going to DJ. I I'm think she just means sure plugging in an iPod shuffle and pressing um, play on or a, shuffle. On a pulp playlist. I'm not 500 sh- pulp songs. I'm not happy about that. Um, we'll see. Maybe we'll do a DJ battle where we each really? play a song. I don't know. I'm just I'm, I'm freestyling until Alex finds his comment. Um, I, think, I reckon Stu's probably going to take control of the deck. We need to take the iPad off Alex in these podcasts. He spends too long. I really enjoyed the that. eBay feature, though. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. A uh, uh, piece of comment from Mech Risky <laughs> says, 
it's the the subject is z- 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 sniper skills. <laughs> uh, <laughs> in it though, the bravs brap brap and the tinkles they run it like the pros. They say and you it Tilly the man, and the rest of your crew Y three T O W bump bump brap. You know it. What? That's what he says. Oh, it's a five-star review. They will take that. Did he say Tilly the Man? There's, it says more, and it says exactly. Lollipop it all show. show. I like Alex. He has cool hair, I imagine. I don't have cool hair, but thank you. What's the next one about Stuart Reed? Stuart Reed says, get your baggage out. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't know what that means. Never say that to Stuart. Yeah, oh, he yeah. gives a one-star. One-star from RT Fanboy says, the content is well and good, but the sound quality is just pathetic. The Sorry, mics are so shite. <laughs> That was my first and last listen. Horrible. Thanks, bye. <laughs> that sounds like more, more of a three-star I know, it's a bit harsh, yeah. isn't it? Good content. Uh, the content's good, uh, but it's my first and last listen. <laughs> I'll apologise for that, but if you do have any feedback, send to IGNUKfeedback at IGN.com. Aye. Or follow us on Twitter at IGNUK and Facebook at IGNUK. Right. That's it. Uh, until next week, uh, yeah. we will see you later. But you're doing Iwata. Massive. Iwata Melon. Iwata Melon. I'll do World War Z. It's a joke that never tires. <laughs> do, you know, do you have one for Reggie? No. Reggie must be Feel me. Feel me. Feel me. What's his favourite <laughs> red meat dish? I'm not going to fucking even go there. Reggie Feel me. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good gag. Is it? Really? Yeah. <laughs> right.